Welcome to Let's Talk It All. I'm your host, Jeff, and unfortunately, Anvil's not with us this evening. Uh, he is feeling a little bit under the weather, so uh, he is out this week. I um, want to thank uh, Diversity Broadcasting Network uh, for carrying us on their wonderful network, um, having our show. Uh, and of course, we're wishing Anvil a speedy recovery uh, from his his illness. Um so this is our my first solo show, uh, so I'm not really sure what we're going to talk about. Uh, we were supposed to do a prediction show kind of late in the year to do it now, so I'm going to say, dah, the heck with it. But uh, I just figured I'd just kind of ramble. Uh, I watched the State of Union address uh, the other night, and uh, I found it fascinating, as I always do when Trump speaks. Uh, I thought it was a very good State of Union address. It did not put me to sleep like Obama did every time. Uh, a lot of good ideas, some things I didn't like, some things I did like, but I guess that's uh, with everybody. Um, the whole North Korea thing, yeah, we don't know where that's gone. Um, but uh, Trump did bring it up a little bit. Well, he had a lot of different uh, you know, things to say about North Korea, and, uh, brought up our nuclear program, and the need to revamp it, and you know, yada, 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 yada. Uh, so tonight, uh, as I said, I, I don't really have an idea what I'm going to talk about. And, you know, we always do a shot in the show, which I will do, still do a shot. Uh, and tonight's going to be hot cinnamon apple pie moonshine, which we've done before on the show, but uh, I just grabbed it off the shelf, so that'll work. Uh, but I am slowly about to open a Heavy Seas beer called Cutlass. And I think the name of the brand is Heavy Seas, and the name of the particular beer that they make is uh, this particular bottle is a Cutlass. And Vienna-style lager. Uh, I'm not a big fan of lager. I'll drink it. Uh, it's not my favorite. Uh, I am more of a IPA guy to guy, but uh, you're probably here to open it up. Uh, but we will try that and see how that tastes. Not too bad. Not too shabby. A, lot of, a bit of a bitter taste to it at the end, but it will suffice. Um, so I guess what I'll do today is just talk about things that... Uh, when there's two people, it's kind of hard um, to get to everything. So I'm going to talk about, oh my gosh, what aliens and UFOs. My gosh, who could have guessed that? Uh, you know, uh, it's it's kind of hard to launch right into it, and, and there's never enough time in a show to go through everything. Um, but actually, it, it, funny story, actually. The other day, uh, literally yesterday, when I was going to work in the morning, I was listening uh, to NPR radio. And I'm yelling uh, at the people on the Dan Radio Show, and even though they can't hear me, I, I'm arguing with the radio. Uh, it, just typical left-wing nut jobs uh, talking about crap. Trump this did, Trump did that, Trump did this, 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 and that. Uh, the Russians, Russians, Russians are you know responsible for this, that, and the other thing. And uh, as I'm getting on a truck, I'm yelling. I'm in the parking lot now of where I work. I'm yelling, and I'm just going on a fit. I'm at there. All this time of almost a year investigation, there has been one shred, not one shred of evidence by the FBI, the CIA, the NSA, the NRO, or anybody else for that matter, um, that shows not one shred of evidence documented, you know, where it's a classified document or been released to the public or whatever it may be, that shows that Trump or the Russians for that matter had anything to do to influence our election. Nothing. Zero. Zilch. Not a single shred. Nothing. Not at all. Okay? Now, at the same time, one day before Trump took office, you know, roughly one year ago now, uh, exactly one day, uh, the CIA released over 7 million documents on their website, and they're still up there. 7 million documents to declassify themselves. Again, I'm going to say 7 million. Some people understand I'm saying 7,000. Seven million documents, and people are still going through these because there's seven million of them, uh, about UFOs and all the research that the CIA did uh, about UFOs. A lot of these documents, uh, they're blacked out, like always, or whited out now. Um, so a lot of stuff is still classified. Uh, it obviously points uh, in a lot of these documents that there's an ongoing program by the CIA to study these objects. Uh, highly, you know, top secret, by the way. Uh, so they won't be declassified for years to come, I'm sure. Uh, but it shows uh, very easily to read that it's the highest classification, the, the subject UFOs, I should say, it's the highest classification 
when it comes to top secret information. In fact, at one time, it was 52 levels. I'm going to say that again so people think I'm making this up. And this is actually in the National Archives now, this document. But uh, the, the subject UFOs is classified 52 levels above the H-bomb. Think about that for a minute. The hydrogen bomb was 52 levels above that. That's how secret this subject was and still is. So the CIA releases over 7 million. We have the Pentagon came out. You know, it has a, a UFO program. Uh, it's still going on. Uh, the guy that ran that, had, you know, Navy pilots on. They, they released tracking video from an F-18 Hornets. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. And that's just... That's just the Pentagon and the CIA. That doesn't count everything, you know, the, the thousands of documents that have come out of the NSA, the hundreds of thousands of documents that come out of the FBI, um, uh, the NRO, National uh, Reconnaissance Offices, uh, the Defense Department, Air Force Intelligence, Naval Intelligence. I mean, the list goes on and on of declassified or uh, Freedom of Information Act documents that have come forth. So we're literally talking millions upon millions upon millions of documents to this day. They go all the way back to the 30s. And it's quite clear from the documents from the 1940s, especially in the late 40s and early 50s, that the general consensus, okay, and this is from Air Force Command, you know, the, the top brass, that these were under intelligent control, these objects, and they weren't manufactured here. That's a fact. It says it in those documents. There's even a declassified FBI document in J. Edgar Hoover's own handwriting. He's pissing and moaning because his words... The last time the Army grabbed the disc and wouldn't let us have it for cursory examination. His words. A crashed UFO, okay, a crashed disc. The Army grabbed it, and this is the kind of stuff, and the media ignores it. So you have millions upon millions upon millions of documents that prove, just absolutely prove these things aren't from this planet, and they're real. And the media doesn't touch it, but they're all over this Russian Trump collusion bullcrap, and there's not one shred of evidence. And people, you can't tell me. You can't tell me you don't have fake news. You, you simply can't do it because we do. Okay? Simple fact. Okay, so, you know, and you know, you might as well turn off this show if you don't believe in aliens and UFOs or you're too stupid to understand it uh, because this show will bore you to death. Um, so, because I'm going into reality now, the true reality. Not the fake shit we wake up to every day, but real reality. So, here's real reality. These things have been here a long time. A lot longer in the 40s and 30s and the 20s, I'm sure. Um... You know, there's documentation from uh, the Romans, uh, from ancient uh, Chinese peoples, uh, writings, uh, emperors, whatever. Uh, I remember those, I read one Roman uh, tablet or writing, uh, and it was like, I can't remember the exact year, so I'm guessing over here. But it was basically like 100 years before Christ, right? 100, we'll say 100 BC for argument's sake. And uh, it talks about the shield that passed from the east to the west. It was a burning shield in the sky. And it gives great descriptions. Uh, but you see those kind of things all through history. So we know they've been here a very, very long time. Um, and going on that, so uh, after all the research I've done in the subject over 30 years, I've also questioned, you know, uh, the most fascinating aspect of it is the, uh, the abduction uh, side of it. And uh, the military is doing their thing and, you know, with the crash disks and they're trying to back engineer this stuff. And you know what, folks? It, it's, it's beyond stupid. All right. You're, you're not going to, you can't back engineer or re-engineer something, uh, you know, from a species that may be, well, 100 million or 200 million years ahead of you. you, you it's like magic. You just simply wouldn't understand it. You know, it's like me taking a digital watch, um, even from like 1985, and then taking it back to, you know, say, uh, 1930, all right, before that kind of circuitry was even imagined. It would be magic to them. They wouldn't even understand it, and that's a fact. They wouldn't even know how it works. They wouldn't be able to understand it. And that's the same kind of thing we're dealing with. You know, you can take the brightest people you can find and put them on these programs, these black projects, trying to back engineer this stuff, and you're never going to figure it out, okay? And I know from insiders that the... The biggest thing in these programs that they have is burnout of the top scientists. Um, they have to be replaced because they get depressed. The scientists get so depressed because they simply cannot grasp or understand the technology they're dealing with. And it's, I guess it's a, a an ego deflator. You know, when you really realize how smart you really aren't. And I think that's what 
you know, we're dealing with right now, uh, trying to back engineer these things. But let's move on to the adduction thing. So the adduction thing, you know, was made famous really uh, in the Betty and Barney Hill uh, saga. And uh, again, I, The Interrupted Journey, I think it was a book called, and the movie is called Interrupted Journey or something of that nature. And uh, I think that was 1963 or 64. I can't remember correctly, but it was right around that time frame. Um, you know, and I don't know if you ever know anything about this, but, you know, they're both hypnotized. Uh, Betty and Barney Hill, that is. Uh, they give uh, the same descriptions of the beans and what happened and how things went and yada, yada, yada. Uh, and the one thing that, uh, you know, Betty Hill was able to draw the star map, you know, of where these things came from. And uh, so, and, you know, drew out the lines and the different stars and blah, blah, blah. And, uh, it was actually a lady called Marjorie Fish, if I remember correctly, was her name. And she spent a great amount of time uh, trying to match up Betty's star map uh, to actual stars and constellations. And she was finally successful. And it lined up perfectly. Uh, Planet Earth is in there, of course. Uh, but uh, Zedai Reticuli, uh, one and two are in there. Um, which is where, uh, the, in the way the lines are drawn on this map by Betty Hill, uh, was high traffic lanes. So the belief is that these beings came from uh, Zeti Reticuli 1 and 2, which is a, uh, I can't remember if it's a binary star system, I mean it's two stars or a tribary, it would have been three, but I'm pretty sure it's a binary star system. Um, and they inhabit more than one planet in that star system, um, if I remember correctly. So, going on that, now what makes it interesting about Zeti Reticuli, and it kind of goes back to the Black Projects, is Zeti Reticuli 1 and 2 are about 500 million years older, the star. It's about 500 million years older than uh, our sun. Uh, so any races that would have started there would have, you know, at the least a hundred million dollar, or a hundred million year start, if not a 500 million year start. Uh, so these things are so much more advanced than us. You know, it's, it's not even, it's, you can't even compare us. It's more than we are compared to caveman. I mean, that's, that's kind of difference we're talking. It's, it's ridiculous. Um, yeah, people are like, oh, they're so advanced, why did it crash? And, you know, yada, yada, yada. And like, you know, you people just aren't thinking. You know, you're, you're not thinking. You're thinking like a human would. It ever occurred to you, perhaps, that they want to crash? That perhaps this is a ploy by them to crash? You know, um, maybe it was a test. You know, how would we handle one of, you know, captured one of them? You know, which we apparently did from Roswell. You know, what would we do to it? You know, basically torture the shit out of this. I'm sure what we did, um, poke it and prod it and all that other business, um, as a test. I, I think it was a test to see how mankind would react uh, to their presence. And uh, they, you know, they they got to see how it would react. Uh, again, it was right after World War II. I get that, but at the same time, I don't think mankind has changed very much in that aspect. Um, still, the brightest boys play with the biggest toys and screwing everything up as usual. Um, but the, get back on the adduction thing, so, uh, this has been going on a very long time, way before Becky and Marty Hill, this is going back generations, and they seem, on these adductions, they seem to follow, uh, family lines, so if your grandparents were abducted, or one of them, more than likely your parents were, or one of them, and more than likely you were, or your siblings are, or all of you, uh, they do follow bloodlines, and genetic patterns, uh, the same genetic family pattern. Um, which is, you know, fascinating in its own right. Uh, you have to question why are they following these particular genetic patterns and what could be the purpose? You know, and I, I came up with a pet theory years ago uh, that it was because maybe they're us, you know, far from the future. You know, we're coming back to see where we screwed up and we ended up looking like little gray bastards with big black eyes. You know, so I always had tossed it around my eye that's us, or my mind that it's us from the future, but... Um, I don't think that anymore. Actually, Patrick Stewart, you know, Captain Picard, actually uh, was a director of a movie, and I, I, or not a movie, a, a TV series. It, it was like seven or eight episodes. Um, it was sometime in the 90s, and uh, it dealt exactly with that, the gray alien beings. Alien beings actually turn out to be um, us from the future, and they're following these same genetic patterns. Um, but uh, I have always thought Patrick Stewart was a believer, and I, I think he is. Um, but it was a miniseries he directed, and uh, it was on prime time. It was pretty cool. I taped it. I don't want to do it to tapes. It was a long time ago. Um, so you had that. Uh, so if they're not us from the future, and they're following certain genetic uh, 
patterns and family lines, uh, we have to question why. Um, is it possible that they are altering these particular family lines and genetic code over time? I think that is a distinct possibility myself. Uh, so that, that you know that's something to look at. Um, the uh, the side that I think freaks out people the most when it comes to alien human or human abduction from aliens is um, not that aliens are abducting humans. I think people can grasp that, um, and I think it's starting to become a little more accepted. Actually, it's not that crazy anymore. Um, there are so many videos, and not just by people with their cell phones and you know their home movie kit their cameras, but by news networks. Um, or local news networks, uh, or police officers, uh, or F-18 fighter pilots, whatever. Um, they're catching these things live, you know, as they're happening. And, uh, you know, there, there was a case in Mexico, uh, Mexico City, actually. Now, again, this is, this is probably, you know, 15, 20 years ago going back. But and this is one of my favorite stories about how bad the news media is in America and why it's so fake. Um, you actually had, uh, it was an estimated 350,000 people witnessed a major UFO event in Mexico City in broad daylight. It was caught by hundreds and hundreds of private home videos at the same time. And it was covered by seven different news networks in Mexico. They all got it on film, right? There wasn't one American story ran about it. Not one. Not a single one. Nothing. It's like it never even happened. Even though you had over 350,000 people witness it, and literally, you know, when you're taking all the videotapes, there's probably over a thousand different videos from different angles of the same event, but it never happened. And I always found that quite fascinating. Uh, but, you know, so the whole idea of, you know, these things are reality, they're there, people are seeing them. It's becoming uh, overwhelming. People are, are getting it, you know, okay, these aren't, you know, they're trying to explain it as drones all the time. Now it's a drone. Okay, well, that doesn't explain the stuff from the 40s and the 50s. And with our awesome computer technology today, we can really tell these old photographs have been faked or not. We know um, they're not been faked. So we know those real objects in these old photographs. Uh, people are starting to accept the fact uh, that these things are real. And now the next leap is to get them to understand that these things are occupied by a life form and these life forms are abducting humans and um, now that we're we know or we believe they're following genetic patterns why well as I said there's another aspect of the alien abductions that people aren't very comfortable with but as far as I'm concerned it's a, it's, it's a fact in my mind anyway um, I've talked to numerous abductors I've done numerous research and you know, one thing that is common with abductees is the recalling small children um, that look very much human, but also alien. And, you know, all through these abductions, uh, you know, eggs are taken from women, sperm is taken from men, um, and these aliens are doing stuff with our genetic material, um, crossbreeding with them, if you will, um, hybrids. Okay, half human, half alien, or more alien than human, but regardless, still human. Um, what is the purpose of these beings? You know, and now this has moved on. You know, this is, you know, I'm going 30 years into this research. Um, and now, 30 years later, these hybrids look almost human. And it's gotten to the point where they're so human looking that. Some of them are already here. And that's a very uncomfortable thought, not just for myself, I, mean, I think for anybody, but for me even, that uh, we have hybrid aliens, humans, on this planet right now, infiltrating our society. Now, in some ways this is kind of cool because I had always thought, uh, and one thing that's reoccurring, and I should go back a little bit about abductions is, abductees are always shown these terrible Im images um, of the planet Earth or nuclear war happening or the moon blowing up or, you know, environmental damage <coughs> that's just untold for, you know, millions upon millions, if not billions of people are dying. And I always thought they were trying to give us a warning. Uh, like, this is what's going to happen if you don't shape up. This is what your future holds. You know, dummies wake up. You know, the sandbox that you're littering is not your own. 
you know, that type of thing. But looking now, it, it's I don't think it was about a warning. I think they like screwing with our emotions to see an emotional response. Um, one thing that's uh, reported over and over again, these things are very cold, almost robot-like, uh, void of emotion. And I think they get some kind of contact high or something off our emotions, and or they're studying our emotions because they don't quite understand them. Maybe it's something they've lost <clears throat> over the years of uh, genetic cloning of their own race. Uh, emotions have gone, or perhaps they, you know, they evolved from insects or or uh, flowers or you know crap like that. And they just didn't have emotions, <clears throat> you know. Uh, so they, it's not something they really understand. Uh, so I think it's an area of study for them. Uh, so now going back to where we were, they're infiltrating our society. Um, women, hybrids, and men are getting it on, okay, with regular human beings and getting them pregnant or becoming pregnant. Um, the term for these by Dr. Jacobs, by the way, uh, if you read anything abductions, about inductions, it should be either Bud Hopkins. Or Dr. Jacobs, okay, um, and they, Dr. Jacobs came up with the bird of uh, uh, term hubred uh, because they're so close to being human. All right, they're hubreds. Uh, they're bred here. You know, call them humans, but you know they still have alien DNA. Um, and that's happening right now, uh, not just in America, but all over the world. So they're infiltrating our society. Um, they're having babies born. I'm sure more of them have been born already. Um, that are so human-like, no one would be able to tell. Okay, you're not going to be able to tell. And one has to answer a question, okay, why are they doing that? Why, A, do they want to know about our society? Why are they working in financial situations? Uh, why are they curious about how schools work? And it, Okay, let me back up. You know, one thing inductees will talk about is uh, uh, being introduced to hybrid children on, on the ships, and the children want to know all about schools and what you do at a, in the cafeteria, how you order food, how you ride a school bus, all this crazy stuff that, you know, any child would know, in a, in, you know, on earth. <clears throat> but, the, you know, these, these kids don't have any experience. <clears throat> so they're pumping the hybrids or the, the abductees for information, almost mental downloads of how things operate, uh, which means they're going to come here in mass at some point, in my opinion. But anyway, so they're infiltrating society. They're understanding how it works. Which tells me another thing. Our world's not going to blow up. North Korea, North Korea is not going to start World War III, and we're not going to start World War III, and Russia's not going to start World War III, and China's not going to start World War III. It's not going to happen. Uh, a financial collapse might happen, but World War III's not going to happen. The planet's not going to be utterly destroyed. It's not in their interest, and it's not in our interest. That I understand, and I get that now. Uh, and not really our interest, but whatever their program interest is, I should say. Uh, so... I think, you know, people talk about an alien invasion, and I don't think it would be an alien invasion where, you know, you know, spaceships flying through the sky and shooting rays of beam and death and shit down on people and all that crap, you know, uh, <clears throat> not like Mars Attack, you know, <coughs> you know, none of that stuff. Uh, but what I think is that uh, it's a, it's a, a takeover, uh, infiltration, uh, stealth-wise. Uh, they're just doing it very slowly over time. So one day you wake up, not my generation, uh, but probably the you know, generation that's after me, the kids, my kids' generation. Uh, they wake up one day and everybody in power, or perceived power anyway, is uh, a hybrid, or hybrid for that matter, whatever. And uh, they control everything. Um, you would have a you know different class of citizen, of course. Uh, <clears throat> so you would have regular humans, which would be me, the dumb version, version A. Uh, then you have uh, the hybrids, which would be, you know, version B, B plus, <clears throat> or A plus, I should say. And then you would have uh, the hybrids would be, you know, A plus um, plus, the best of everything. Um, you know, there's, when it comes to aliens themselves, um, there's different heights and uh, measurements of these things. Uh, the little tiny ones, they're like three feet tall. Uh, it has been hypothesized that these things are actually robots, uh, cyborgs, if you will, of some sort, um, which 
to me, that's more likely what they are. Uh, artificial, you know, artificial intelligence controlled uh, biological entities. <clears throat> uh, both, you know, being biological at the same time having, uh, you know, artificial intelligence uh, for their thoughts and actions and that kind of thing, mainframe, whatever. And then you have the taller ones, which are five foot five, somewhere in that range, five foot. Um, I think those um, are an alien race uh, cloned. Um, or even maybe made uh, for a specific uh, purpose. And then you have these tall prey mantis types. Now these guys are the ones in charge. Right? These these things are really these things are bitching old. I think they're the oldest of all. And uh, these things are a real entity, um, maybe enhanced over the years uh, with their own genetics or whatever they did to themselves. But these things are like giant prey mantises. Okay. Think about that for a minute. Nice scary thought for you. Um, <clears throat> waking up to that. So you have those. I think those are the ones that are in control and run everything personally. So then we go back to what would be the purpose of a hybrid or hybrid alien race taking over the planet Earth. Well, I think these things have studied us long enough to understand we're we're pretty screwed up as species. You know, I don't think anybody can argue that. I mean, we, we spend more money uh, worldwide on new ways to kill each other um, every year. It's nuts. I mean, what kind of species does that? I mean, what kind of species kills its own? I mean, with abortions, I, yeah, it's another thing, you know. It, we have to do a subject on that. It'll probably be another show, solo show, because I don't want to touch that subject with a 10-foot pole, but uh, it's not normal. It's, it's not within nature. Um, and justify all this crap with, well, it's my right. No, it's not your right to kill things. No, it ain't. You're going to have to answer for it one way or the other. Um, so what would be the purpose? And I, I think that's what it is. I think these things look at us and say, wow, these sons of bitches are pretty primitive. We need to upgrade them. <clears throat> and I think they may have done that in the past. They may be the Cro-Magnum and all that stuff. And you know, Neanderthal and, you know, a Sasquatch, whatever, um, may all be due to genetic manipulation by another species. Um, and we keep getting upgraded every so often. Uh, the missing link. I mean, that's a fact. There's missing links within our genetic code. We know that in our history of how we developed. Um, and maybe this could answer that. You know, these things are the answer for it. Um, and I think this is the next upgrade. Um, and again, I don't think they're going to wipe anybody out. The fact that you're always going to want a stock of class B, A, whatever, normal humans uh, for genetic backup code. Um, so I think certain families would be left alone to repopulate um, normally. Uh, but on the mass, you would have mass interaction between hubreds uh, and regular humans uh, to get rid of... Uh, you know, the, the vast majority of humans uh, over time, uh, the natural. And then you would have really hubreds and a small, very small percentage of regular human beings left. <clears throat> and, you know, I don't think it's a bad thing. I, I, I have always said, you know, ah, you know, mankind needs to go away. It's just, it's, it's nasty. It's disgusting. We are a disgusting species. Uh, the things we do to each other, the things we do to the planet, the things we do to animals, uh, there's something wrong with us. We're not, we're not right in the head, I guess. Um, and we do need to be replaced, in my opinion. Um, so I think that's what the end result really is. Um, I, you know, people are like, oh, they're here for a water or a dying race. I don't think it's any of that crap. I really don't. I really think it is. They, they saw us and said, wow, these things are like Mr. Spock, the pure logic. And they're, they're thinking, they're like, huh, we got to fix this. We don't want them out in the universe. You know, spreading that kind of hate and destruction throughout the galaxy. Because they can see it. I mean, if they got <coughs> faster than the speed of light or wormholes or whatever the hell they use, warp drives or whatever the hell they came up with, wormholes to get where they are, eventually we're going to figure it out too, and they know that. And they don't want that out in the universe. They don't want us out there. Not with the way we behave and the way we act. Are you kidding me? We can't even <laughs> we'll kill a newborn baby while it's still inside its mother. And call, say it's all right, because the mother said it was all right. <laughs> We're going to go out into space. I mean, think about that. 
Would you want to deal with a species like that out in space? With weapons and shit? Nah. Uh-uh. I don't think so. No, those kind of morals. No, no. They, they're smarter than that. They're not going to let that happen. So I, I think we've done this to ourselves, and it's a good thing. You know, it's a good thing. It'll stop the mass genocide anyway that we're doing to our own species. Um, <clears throat> is it? Oh my gosh, guess what time it is, folks? It is that time of the night. I have my... Uh, uh, do I want to use that shock glass? I don't think I want to use that shock glass. Here's a nice, you know, we got a nice shock glass here. We use this one, the square one. Uh, I went to the Christmas tree shop and they had these chess playing board games for beer drinking, or shot drinking, I should say. And uh, they come with shot glasses. For $6.99, you know, you get a full set of shot glasses in each of these kits. It's cheaper to buy these damn games. And these discount prices, and it is to buy shot glasses uh, individually. You know, and that's what I've been doing. So I, uh, I get some pretty good prices, and I have a shitload of shot glasses now. In fact, I, give, I gave shot glasses away at so many uh, from these kits, from these games, I should say. All right, so here is the swimming with bow-legged women. Oh, my God. And again, that was hot cinnamon apple pie moonshine. Now, let's pause for a minute. And thank you, Diversity Broadcasting Network, for having us on their wonderful network. And you can find us at Friday nights at 10 o'clock on that fine, wonderful network. You can also find us on letstalkatall.com. www.letstalkatall.com. Again, Anvil's not with us tonight because he's sick. We hope he feels better soon. And now we're getting back on the show with us. That's definitely one. Yes, yes. Back on the show. All right. So going on, I remember the hell I was. All right, let's get off the depressing subject of humans being eliminated <clears throat> over time. So, anyway, you know, I may be wrong. Uh, they may show up in mass and totally foil my plans for how I thought it would go. Um, and there is some little belief to that. It's a possibility. I'm going to explain why. Of course I am. Um, there is a section of the United Nations uh, that deals with children. In, Youssef or something like that is called. And uh, they make a lot of educational videos. They spend all kinds of money in schools all over the planet. All right, well, they made a video. It's by Youssef, okay? It's a fact. You can find it over the internet now. It's about two years old at this point. And it has, you know, it's talk about diversity and accepting people who are different than you are. And they don't have a kid in a wheelchair. They don't have a blind kid. They don't have a deaf kid. What they have is a hybrid alien that's half human and half alien and they have him going to public school for the first time and he's not accepted at first he's picked on and you know and all through the video if you watch it on the blackboard there's flying saucers there's a gray alien uh or oh, the big black eyes you can say he's gray but he's got the you know pear-shaped head and the big black eyes and there's ufos drawn on the chalkboard for the kids in the classroom on this pencil you know, there's little gray aliens, if I remember correctly, or flying saucers, one of the two. On his book bag, it's all flying saucers. Uh, <clears throat> there's a shot of him in bed, and his sheets, you know, got aliens on him and UFOs and stuff like that. It's obvious, you know, what the whole point of the, of the damn commercial was at. Um, it was a human hybrid alien that was coming to live on the planet. And it was showing how it takes time, you know, we should accept... Uh, things that are different from us. And that was the whole premises of it. it you couldn't misconstrue it for anything else. That's what it was. Okay, it, it was no pretending it was something else. That's what it was. Um, and it ran in countries. It actually ran in test markets in different countries. And it was a real commercial by USAP, by United Nations that we fund. Uh, I found that fascinating. And that opened up my mind a little bit. Maybe, perhaps, these things are going to show up in mass one day with all these children that are half human and half alien. And they say, hey! Got some for you. Stork's coming to drop off a bunch of babies. Or maybe at that time to be adults. Um, so that's another possibility. Um, and another thing that plays into that was, now, a while back, we did a show, a little bit on it, one show anyway. I did try to contact him, uh, the former head of NASA. Uh, he resigned January 19th or 18th, you know, like the day or two before Trump took office a year ago. And uh, he was head of NASA. Uh, 
I, I know he was a general in the Air, in the Air National Guard. I, I, or no, Marine Corps? Anyway, he was a high-ranking official. Uh, he was an astronaut. He spent like 600 hours in space, some crazy shit like that, or 1,600 hours. All kinds of medals. Again, he was a general, okay? You know, and National Guard or Marine. I want to say Marines. I'm going to pile those Marines. <clears throat> Ends up as uh, the head of NASA. All right? Very, very bright, intelligent person, obviously. Very accomplished. Uh, list of credentials longer in my arm. So... In March, not last year, was it last year? Yeah, it was last year. So it was last year, March, it was before this show started, or February. Um, he's at a huge space conference, and he's the guest speaker. He's a keynote speaker. Uh, so he gets up there, he's <clears throat> starting to talk about space. And, you know, that's what he does. He's filled with scientists and everything else underneath the sun, this audience. And it's being recorded, by the way. And he, he goes in, and he goes... And he starts talking about, and I wrote it down, everything he said, word for word verbatim. Um, but, and I don't have it in front of me right now. I, I didn't expect to talk about this tonight, but I'm just going to do it again. He basically says, and I quote, and some of these are his words, that space is a very large area. And we know that we're not alone in the universe. And we know at least one of these species has detected us or knows about us. Okay, and not everything out there is friendly. I mean, these are his words, what he's saying to this audience at, an, at this huge space conference, right? People are like, what the hell is this guy talking about? He's the former head of NASA just like two months ago. And he's saying, we could be invaded, and this is his words, we could be invaded at any moment. Folks, he really said that to this entire audience. The former head of NASA, just as two months before this, he's the former head of all NASA for years. Okay, and he says we could be invaded by an outside force, an alien species, at any minute. They know about us. He's escorted off, off the stage. Right, two employees come out. I don't know if they're NASA guys or CIA or who the hell they were, but they got him off the stage quickly. All right, and he has not been seen in public since. I kid you not. It's been almost a year. The guy has disappeared. I tried tracking him down. I sent letters to his address. Um, Made phone calls. The number's been disconnected. Uh, I'm a bit of a detective. And this guy had literally disappeared. Um, and this is all on video. Um, who he is is not debatable at all. He's the former head of NASA. He is a Marine Corps general. He's a former astronaut. And he's a scientist. And uh, he disappeared. Um, the only thing NASA would say about it uh, when they were questioned was that... Uh, they say he had, a, he had a mental breakdown or something of that nature. <clears throat> Temporary mental breakdown. Which is crap. You know, this was his chance to tell the truth, and he did. Um, he saw something or knew about stuff and uh, decided, you know what? Earth needs to be warned. Um, and maybe there's something to that. Maybe they are coming here um, that bring us harm. I, I don't see that as a logical possibility. Um, you know, I remember arguing with a friend of mine, he's probably 15 years ago, and he goes, no, you got to think about it. You know, if they're so advanced, if there's alien life out there, we don't have to worry about it because, you know, they would be moralistically right and, and, and logical thinking and destroying us would be serve no useful purpose. And I remember looking at him going, okay, I understand what you're saying, and you're coming from a completely human standpoint, which I get, but you're talking about an alien life form. Who are we to say... Or comprehend how they would think. Well, what do you mean? It only logic dictates. I go, you can't use logic because you're coming logic from a human standpoint. It's the human experience. It's how we think. Right? We can't expect species from another galaxy or another solar system or maybe even a different dimension to think the same way we do or hold the same values or think, you know, what we think is important. You can't think that way, and that's what's dangerous. And I, you know, so I don't rule out the possibility that these things could be outright hostile. I don't think that uh, overall, but I don't rule the possibility out. Um, as I said, I, if it was me, the simplistic way to overtake a species is to do exactly what I think they're doing right now. Uh, the genetic manipulation, uh, you know, blending our races together. And eventually one day you wake up with something that looks very much human, but <laughs> very much alien. Um, I think that's what what they're doing personally. I can take a sweet beer.
So that's the reality of things, folks. Now, most people have a hard time understanding it and accepting it, and I get that. I actually had to stop doing research uh, <clears throat> into the whole alien thing for a long time because I got so deep in. I met so many people, um, it, not just within the government, uh, people who are out of the government, scientists, um, and I have to be very careful what I say, how, who, or what, female, male, all that stuff. I, I don't want to get anybody in trouble. Let's we'll leave it at that. But I can tell you, I can honestly tell you that these things are not from here. Okay, that, there's no doubt about that. None whatsoever. Stop watching the fake news of CNN and CBS and NBC and Fox. You know, and open up your minds. Um, third phase of the moon on YouTube is a great channel. Um, there's another one. Oh, I can't think of it right now. But third phase of the moon is great. Uh, they have some of the best videos you're ever going to see. Uh, it's all viewer submitted. Uh, they get a lot of stuff from networks sometimes. Um, and it's just amazing. Just and they have a lot of good interviews. Um, Secure Team. Oh, that's it. Secure Team is another one. This guy, I tell you, he's awesome. He's absolutely awesome. Guy to run Secure Team. Another one. Just video after video. Just awesome stuff that can't be explained. Um, but uh, you know, so. These things are real. They're here, and and I said I had to get out of it for a while because you get you almost get depressed. You're like society in the world is running on one theme, okay? This one thread, you know, we're using coal, we're using oil, and you know, fake money, and all this other crap. And then on this other theme, there's this huge real universe, the real reality, which is completely hidden. I mean, it's completely hidden free energy why work you know i mean like is completely different way of life for everybody cures for cancer cures for this cures for that it's all there or can be there you know it, it's a brave new world but we've got to be brave enough to accept it and take it and i think that's where the challenge is is to get over this you know and i, and I understand that people you I get it. You don't want things to change. Everyone's very comfortable. This is my reality. I go to work, get the kids off to school, or you know, get them out of school when I get home, make dinner, me and my wife sit down, watch TV, read a book, whatever, then we go to bed, or maybe have sex, whatever. Then we go to bed, wake up, do it all over again. Then we spend time with the family on the weekends, blah, 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 Boy Scouts or Girl Scouts or you know, this or that. <clears throat> and that's each individual family's reality and each person's reality. And people don't want the reality mixed, messed with. You know, people don't want to wake up one day and find out, hey, uh, guess what? Uh, uh, there's no more uh, going to school or going to work, I'm sorry. Uh, there's no more, uh, you know, paying the nice egg bill. Uh, there's no more, you know, paying car insurance. There's no more buying a new car. I mean, people don't want reality changed, the, the fake reality, I should say. Um, and unfortunately, the real reality, one at one time or another, is going to come around and smack everybody in the head. It's coming. All right? Things are going to change. Um, I hope to see it in my lifetime. I really do. Um, I'm down with it. That means I have to give up a lot of cool things that I like, probably. But it's for the benefit of, you know, not just our race, but the races of the universe, I believe. Uh, maybe some kind of harmony. Uh, one with nature, all that crap, but, you know, something's got to be done. I mean, anybody with an <clears throat> IQ of 100 can understand that this is not how the human race is meant to be. Everybody can get, I, I, I know people understand what I'm saying. I mean, you can't be that dense not to get it. You simply can't. We are meant for more. We are meant for greater things than this. No, it's petty crap. But we need to be helped along the way, I think. Um, so we got uh, 15 minutes left, and uh, I'm told uh, all about the alien stuff. So let's get on Sasquatch and the old hairy man. Uh, I haven't done a lot of uh, investigations. I haven't had the time. Um, just no time, literally no time. I bought a new ATV for Christmas for the kids and one for the family, so I got two of them. And trying to spend time with the family doing that. And, 
my first vacation in a long time was coming up and we're going someplace to ATVs and I'll talk about it on the show after we get back um, <clears throat> and uh, we're taking a, a good week there and I wanted to get some Bigfoot hunting time in for a trip in April but I just don't know if that's going to happen uh, it's just time never enough time and I hate going for one night. It's just not even worth it to me. I like to be out in the woods for at least two nights that I go. Um, so I'll see what I can pull off. Uh, me and Anvil can pull off. I'm not going to pull off one night. Just be done with it. We'll see. But definitely I get some Bigfoot trips in. Um, so that's where, that's where the Bigfoot stuff lies. Uh, there hasn't been anything crazy that I've seen in the news or stories on the typical sightings. Uh, there was one picture I saw on... Uh, <clears throat> It's on the internet somewhere, but it's also over YouTube, but it shows a picture of what looks like to be a Sasquatch uh, holding a stick, and there's a dog, and the guy's taking a picture with a cell phone, obviously, uh, from his perspective. Uh, people are saying that picture is fake. Um, actually, it's a, it's, a, it's a young Sasquatch, by the way. I should point that out. Um, I think that is actually a real photo. Um, I don't think it's fake. The way the dog is reacting... Um, the way the Sasquatch is reacting, um, the way the structure of the Sasquatch is, uh, the young Sasquatch, um, everything tells me that that is not a stage photo. Uh, I believe that to be a real photograph. Uh, so check that one out. It's Crystal Queer's Day. Um, and it, it, to me, it's a real photograph. Um, so that's what's, uh, what's going on with that. Um, we did talk a little about the news, but it, again, you know, the, um, the state of the union address, you know, I keep telling people, you know, Trump is God's trumpet, and it pisses them off to no end, and the Russians did this, and the Russians did that, and that's the thing I hear all over anymore. You know, the Democrats are like, oh, yeah, the Russians, the Russians, the Russians, you know, let's stop your bitching a moment. You guys lost the election on your own. You picked a piss-poor candidate. You knew Hillary Clinton was the worst fucking candidate you could pick. You, you knew that. You can't say you didn't know. Don't sit there and pretend it wasn't. She wasn't. She was. Okay? When you have that kind of money at disposal that Hillary Clinton had, and all the backing she had, and the machine that she had, are you going to tell me that this wasn't God's will, that this would happen? You can't tell me that. You can't have Trump beat 16 good Republicans on his own money, okay, using his own money, whoop them, Beat the Republican Party at the same time, win the nomination, and then kick the shit out of Democrats and a Democratic machine. And Hillary Clinton, who at one time was 50 to 1 odd to win. Or 50, I'm sorry, not 51, 50 points ahead of him. You can't tell me. You can't tell me that wasn't God's will. She outspent him 3 to 1. Think about that. 3 to 1. Her ground force, her ground game was out, outmatched his four to one. Four to one. You know, look, there was a lot of things that went in this, but you can't tell me it wasn't God's will. You just simply can't do it. People finally said they had enough of the Democrats or Republicans. They didn't want another Clinton, and they definitely didn't want another Bush. Okay? And they saw Trump as the outsider. They said, you know what? Let's give this guy a shot. And he's doing things completely different. He's pissing off Republicans, and he's pissing off Democrats. You know what? And tells me he's the right man for the job. You might not like his tweets, but he says what's on his mind, and I think it's well overdue in this country. Too much, oh, I'm going to piss off a black person. Too much, I'm going to piss off a white person. Or I'm going to piss off a gay person. Or I'm going to piss off a straight person. Or I'm going to piss off a Muslim. You know what? You're going to piss somebody off all the time, so fuck it. Just say what's on your mind and get it over with. You know, I'm, I refuse to say Happy Holidays. I say Merry Christmas. Fuck you, it's Merry Christmas. You don't like it? Fine. Fuck off. It's Merry Christmas. It's America. Fuck off. Okay, uh, white power. What the fuck is wrong with white power? You can't say it because I'm a, it makes me a racist. Oh, I can say black power all goddamn day, but geez, that's okay. You know, and like, fuck you, white power. I'm proud to be white. Fuck off. Um, you know, okay, I'm just saying that, but reality, I'm proud to be a human being. I'm an earthling. That's all I always looked at myself as an earthling. But at the same time, I'm white. I get that. But you know what? I'm not racist, and I'm not gonna let you be racist against me either. Go fuck yourself. Um. Oh, oh my gosh, here's something we haven't talked about tonight. The Redskins. Okay, if there couldn't be a stupider team in the entire NFL history 
Then the Redskins, please tell me. And I'm a Redskins fan, folks. I'm going to bash the shit out of him right now. Dan Snyder is a fucking retard owner. He's retarded. Okay? And Gruden is the head coach. He's a fucking retard, too. He's stupid. He's a dumbass. And their general manager is another dumbass. Okay? So you have Kirk Cousins, who set almost every record for the team. When it comes to passing yards, touchdowns in the season, you know, just record after record after record for the team. Uh, consistency. What do they do? They keep franchise tagging them, all right? Thinking they're going to get a better deal out of them. Until the end, where they fucked themselves so bad, they're like, well, you know what? Screw it. We'll just, we'll just, we'll trade. So what do they do? They get the quarterback that was going to be cut by KC anyway, Kansas City Chiefs. They're going to cut him anyway. They give up the third-round draft pick for this guy, right? Alex Smith or whatever the hell his name is, who's 34 years old, almost 34, and he, he's not a spring chicken. He's getting close to retirement. Two to three years tops, he's done. This is the quarterback they go with. So Kirk Cousins is going to probably Denver. Denver will make the playoffs. And you know what? I would love to see Denver go to the Super Bowl now. Just so Kirk Cousins say, ha-ha, fuck you. And you know what? That would be hilarious. Because this is how stupid the Redskins are. This is what they've done their entire history since I've been in the third grade and followed them. They cherry-pick players. Oh, this guy is getting old. Let's grab him. You know? And that's what they do. They spend millions of dollars for these idiot players who are on the downside, or at least on the downside of their age, and they grab them, and they play great for half a season, and then something happens, and that's it. Okay? And they're, gonna, they're doing the same thing again. Okay? Kirk Cousins... Had, I think, last season, 27 touchdowns. The season before, 28. And the season before that, 29, if I remember correctly. All right, so he was two touchdowns off his highest. And he took all way his offense's weapons last season. They cut them off. So, this, you know, the last season he had, all the guys he had before were the help set records were all gone. And he still almost made the same amount of touchdowns. Proving what an incredible quarterback he really is and what a great arm he has and his accuracy. Okay. But no, 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 let's not, let's not, let's not get Kirk Cousins, not sign into a, a deal. Let's get Alex Smith. Yeah, who chokes in every playoff game he's ever been in. That's the guy we want. Yep, look at him. Good idea. The guy who's going to get cut by the Kansas City Chiefs anyway, let's grab him and offer him $23, $24 million a year for three or four years. What a brilliant idea. The Redskins, fuck, I'm so pissed. You know, I, I haven't watched a lot of football anyway. I didn't watch the full game at all over the kneeling shit. Um, but I'm really considering if I'm going to be a Redskins fan anymore. I'm, I've never felt that way before until now. But to me, Kirk Cousins was the future of the team. If we had a chance of making playoffs, it was because of Kirk Cousins. And now that they're taking him away and giving us Alex Smith, are you serious? The Eagle fans and the Dallas fans... And even the Giants fans are happier and pigs and shit right now because they know the stupid moves we're making. And we're going to end up at the end of the division this year. I guarantee it, this coming season, end the bottom of the division. We're going to be right at the bottom. Even the Giants are going to be kicking our ass. That's how bad it's going to be. It's going to be pathetic. And the Denver Broncos probably in a goddamn Super Bowl. So anyway, all right, off of my Redskins hating tangent. I really kind of shocked. I was able to talk this much um, all by myself, <clears throat> but we did cover a lot of things: you know, State of the Union, hybrid aliens, Bigfoot a little bit, Redskins. How much they suck, you know? Uh, suck. They just they just suck. I can say they suck over and over again. They suck. They suck. They suck. They suck. They suck. They suck. That's the Redskins. Fucking suck. The beer is pretty good, by the way. Um, so let me take this moment. Uh, we have a few minutes left, but I just want to make sure I said thank you to the Diversity Broadcasting Network one more time. And Renee, uh, Renee for uh, having us on. Uh, remember, you can find us at uh, www.letstalkatall.com. Um, DiversityBroadcastingNetwork.com. Uh, and let's not forget about, you know, all the great shows, the Purple Tide, just, you know, one of them. I mean, there's a ton of shows on that network uh, that are just great, great shows. Um, there's stuff to listen to. There's there's something for everybody uh, to listen to. And there's a lot of great music on there by independent artists as well. 
Uh, I'm just not really into putting music on my our show right now. I mean, as I should say, um, kind of like the Bigfoot theme and doing that. We do do more Bigfoot shows and that kind of stuff. And get some Bigfoot guests on here would be kind of cool. Uh, I got a ton of people that want to be on the show. Uh, it just seems like we can never make things happen, uh, and it, it's partly a uh, large part uh, the way what time we do the show at. You know, I have a family lives in this house. And yes, I have a nice bar in the basement and it's enclosed, but um, you can still hear a lot of sound uh, coming from upstairs. So I kind of do it kind of late when uh, everybody's asleep or getting close to it anyway. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, that's that. You know, that's, uh, that's about it. No one else to tell you. Uh, if you want to watch a great TV show, uh, I think it's called Loudmouth or Big Mouth. I think it's on, I can't remember, it's on Netflix or Hulu Plus. Uh, Rick and Morty. If I can get a theme song and, and I could be able to play it and get away without being sued, it would be Rick and Morty. I love their theme song. That is the best song ever. Love it, love it, love it. I thought about contacting the, uh, the producers and you know, asking if we could use their theme song for at least one of the shows. It'd be interesting what they say. I think I'm going to try. That would be kind of cool. Uh, get the permission to do so. Um, what's another great cartoon? Well, South Park. You know, everybody loves South Park. Uh, I've always loved South Park. Uh, great show. You know, stuff that makes you laugh. I love The Office. You know, Office is one of the best shows ever. Uh, it's just too bad the way things went. You know, Steve Carroll, he wanted to spend more time with his family, and I get that, and I respect that. That's cool. But uh, that was just a great show. Um, the original X-Files, great show. Um, well, I had to tell you, so what's her name there? Female. Ah, damn it, I forgot her name. Uh, anyway, we were on, you know, I was on her Facebook page. And <clears throat> she was at the Women's March, not this year, but last year. <clears throat> and uh, I can't remember. We got in some kind of freaking argument. Anyway, I got booted off her Facebook page and blocked. Uh, I think I called her a baby-killing liberal or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, baby-killing liberal was my exact words to her. So, yeah, we're no brother buddy. So that's too bad, because I, I think she's a great actress, but... Uh, but, you know, hey, yeah, she is a building uh, baby killing, you know, that's what she believes in, baby killing. So, you know, I, you know, I can't support that, you know, and can't support baby killers, just can't do it. It's not my nature. You know, I have something called respect for the middle life. You know, silly me, right? Uh, and then the Congress and the Senate, whoever didn't have the balls to pass a 20-week abortion ban thing, you know. And I'm telling wrong people, I just you don't know, get it. How can you think that's normal? How can you think sucking the brains out of something living inside of somebody else is a normal frickin' procedure? Oh, it's my right. I don't want it. Now, keep your fucking legs closed, dumbass. You know, uh, it's, it's pathetic. What kind of species kills its own Why it's still in the womb? What kind of sick species does that? It doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, the more I think about it, the more sickening and gross it becomes to me. I just, I don't understand. And it, it, it's this mindset among people that it's so accepted, like, it's my right. No, it's not, man. You think it is, but it's not. It, the only reason you think it is because we live in a society that's a throwaway society and we throw everything away. It breaks, I'll just buy another one, go to Walmart or Kmart or whatever, and I'll buy a new one. We live in a completely throwaway society. We don't keep anything anymore. You know, it's buy, buy, buy. And it's the same thing with, uh, you know, abortions now. It's like, ah, fuck it. And you're like, oh, it's a deep emotional issue. It takes a while. Fuck you. It does not. It didn't take emotional thought. They wouldn't do it in the first fucking place. Don't give me that bullshit. And another thing, too. You know, every woman I've gotten an argument about this, and I've asked them, you know, if they have children, and they do. Most of them will have children. And I say, all right, so you're going to tell me right now, you go look at your children right in the eye, right now. Do it right now. And tell me you could abort that kid. You tell me that. And that one of them has said they could be able to do it. You know why? Because they love their children. And it's at that moment they get what I'm saying. They can never do it. So why is it so easy to do it while it's still inside your womb? Point to ponder. Point to ponder. And on that, I guess uh, this week, uh, I will say my saying that I came up with. It was actually my email for a while. <clears throat> you know, let your mind be the starship that propels mankind into the future.